are now tuned in to Trust the Scoop with your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes the Scoop. Yo, welcome to your most current edition of Trust the Scoop. I am your host, Philip Dukes. Follow me on Twitter at Dukes the Scoop. Follow me on Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. And follow me on Facebook or friend request me at Philip Dukes. Dog, hey man. So, Dark Auburn, right? You know, I kind of, I started, I said, man, you know, Auburn got to get darker. Auburn's got to get mean. Well, we got the attitude part down, but we're not seeing the results. So everybody is doom and gloom. And, and you know what? People are tired of the same old thing, right? Same old, same old, same old. Well, I'm not really off of the Gus bus because usually when we see Gus get to this point is when he comes out swinging. Now, I'm not saying he's done it every year, but any year that he's had somewhat of a quarterback, he's been able to find out a way to win games to get off of the hot seat momentarily. So this weekend against Ole Miss, I expect us to kill. I expect us to literally go off on them. And from what I'm hearing, uh, Gus is feeling the heat. Um, he feels it. And he's pretty upset about it. Um, I can speak to a few reliable I, I can. I've gotten a few reliable sources tell me that practice has been different this week. Uh, we hear that all the time. So don't cliche me to death, Dukes. And yeah, we heard it before, but I'm serious. Like, I've heard that, uh, you know, this is the, cur- the closest you'll see Gus Malzahn to cursing. Like, so I want to see angry Gus. I want to see, I mean, not the not the angry Gus that, uh, oh, we should have had that play. I mean, all week long. Maybe Gus goes dark. Maybe Gus goes to dark Auburn. Maybe that's the problem. So, um, uh, I'm not off of the Gus bus. I know all the stats. I know all the numbers. But at this point, for me, uh, knowing some some guys really close to some recruits, uh, as you know, uh, I know a few guys that are uh, really, really close. Uh, Smile Monday and set his commitment date. We know Kamari Lasseter is supposed to commit tonight. Um, Kool-Aid is supposed to commit in a week or two, uh, next week, I think. Uh, Scooby Williams is supposed to commit soon. And uh, these are all guys that we that Auburn led for late in recruitment that people are saying are going a different direction. So from talking to some of these guys, what I've been hearing is that Auburn's not completely out of it. If Auburn was to get on a winning streak, if Auburn was to go forward, no, it would kind of change things. But right now, Auburn looks like these guys didn't get a chance to get on campus. There haven't been any official vi- official visits for their senior year, so all they can go off of the relationship is the relationships that they've already built with the coaching staff and the on-field product that they're watching. So it's not it hasn't been a good one. Gus knows it. So Gus, if you hear me. And Gus, I know you hear some things, and I know you you listen sometimes. Gus, let's go dark, baby. I'm with you, man. Dukes the Scoop is with you. I'm with you, Gus. I feel like you can do it. You've done it before. The product that we have been putting on the field has been absolutely below standard. And you you know it. This is my letter to Gus. Gus, I'm talking to you. Dog, you know the numbers. But I'm not going to dog you. I'm I'm an Auburn man through and through. Bleed blue and orange. So I ain't going to dog you, Gus. I'm going to try to motivate you. I'm going to send some love and light your way. 
because about 75% of Auburn fans are have called for your job or they've said, you know what, we're tired of it. But I know that if anybody can pull out a run, because he does it every time. Every time the seat has gotten hot enough on Gus Malzahn for him to get fired, Gustavo finds a way to pull it out, to find something in his team. I think now this uh, this reminds me of Trey uh, of the uh, the Trey Mason year. By the third after they had that second loss, they realized, man, we just got to run the ball, and they ran the hell out of the ball the rest of the year, right? We had two losses that year. And Trey Mason went absolutely nuts when he became the star and they realized what they had. I think Gus has to run the ball. This is the year that you have to run the ball. We have a center and four guards. Run the ball. We've got a tank back there. Run the ball. Run the ball. Just run the ball. Forget all those passing concepts. You Use those concepts after we have pounded the ball. We got four guards. I don't think our tackles can start at anywhere else in the SEC at tackle. But I believe they both can start at guard for other teams. We got four guards in the center. What's that tell you? Run the ball. You got a 300-pound tight end. Put him in motion. Run power. Run the ball. I can't say it enough. Run the ball. If we get the running game going and all we do is pass from play action, I'm guaranteeing that we can win some games. How does the running the ball help us? Well, one, we know we have some deficiencies on defense, so why not shorten the game by running the ball? When we're hurt, we're running a hurry-up offense and we aren't getting the success on first down sometimes, which puts us in second and long, which forces us to pass the ball. You get another incompletion. It's third and long. You got to pass the ball. You run the screen. You run the bubble. Boom. Fourth down. Fourth and four. Got to punt the ball. And it only took 20 to 30 seconds off the clock. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, shorten the game, and Gus, work your magic. Then pull out some of those trick plays we used to see. But make them set their tendencies again. We're, it's almost like we're adapting to the defense instead of making the defense adapt to us. We got to force the issue. But I have been hearing... There has been a sense of urgency unseen before with Gus Malzahn. I'm hearing Gus is going through Twitter. He's reading it. You guys think Gus ain't reading this stuff? He's reading it. He's listening to podcasts. He's heard them. I know he is. He may hear this one. And Gus, if you hear this, I can't say this enough. I'm with you. And anybody that supports Deuce the Scoop is with you. Momentarily. Like, we got you, dog. Don't worry about that. Block this out. Go beat Ole Miss. You want to get these folks off, you know, you want to get all these people off your head? Let's roll off six straight, bro. Let's get it. See, it's a difference with me, right? If I was just a member of the media and this was my only job, I I knew I, I know I could probably get more likes and more subscribers by, you know, uh, you know, saying every reason we should fire Gus. I mean... I get it. That ain't my role. I'm ro- I'm I'm the t- I'm a roll with you until till I can't roll with you no more. I mean, my rope is getting thin because it's been eight years, big dog. You know, I I'm at the end of my rope, but I'm still with you. I'm holding on, man. 
And I know it's going to be some people to say, oh, Dukes, uh, go ahead. We can, we really can do it. Now, we lose to Ole Miss and then lose the game after that, I think I, my, my, my tone will change. And it won't be because I don't appreciate the guys in the coaching room and the coach, the coaching staff. And I don't appreciate the athletic department. And I don't appreciate what, what those guys have done for Auburn. But it'll be because the pain will run so deep because people are so passionate about this program that it feels personal when changes aren't made, when we are continuously becoming a mediocre team and we know that we have talent that isn't mediocre. We're inexperienced in some places. We've had injuries in some places. Yes, COVID affected us, but COVID affected everybody. It's time. Gus, you still, I, I'm with you, Gus. I know you listening. I'm with you, dog. I know for a fact you know who I am. And that's cool. Because I want you to hear this and know that I support you. There are other people in Auburn that support you. We just want to win, man. We want to win. I'm not finna dog Bo Nix. I'm not going to dog Bo Nix. You know why? Because he has to live with this. He threw three picks. He knows it. He know he knows he has to be better. I'm not finna clown him because he already knows it. All right? I'm not finna call for his job or nothing like that. I mean, he's the best we got right now. I think there are some things that we could do. I mean, you know, people are bringing up Gatewood. I mean, it's, I mean, Gatewood is good. I hope he does well. But, I mean, Bo Nix was our best shot. We just got to put him in better situations in order for him to be successful. Run the ball more. Take the ball out of his hands sometimes until he gets the confidence back that we saw in Oregon. I mean, in uh, in Arlington or the first game uh, in, in the Jerry Dome when he throws the uh, the walk off to Seth Williams. I want to see you guys. I want to see Bo and Seth get back on the same page. We made some strides on defense. Wooden is going to be a ball player. Love that guy. He needs help. We got to help the linebackers. This is like the final frontier for Auburn. We lose this game, it could be catastrophic. We got to win. We have to refuse to lose. And let me tell you one of the saddest parts. All right. So Smile Monday puts out his commitment date. And all summer long, people have been war eagle, war eagle, war eagle, war eagle, war eagle. And anytime he does anything on social media. But we are such a defeated fan base right now. That we don't even show the kid love. Tennessee just took a, t- a tough loss, but they're still showing them love because they think they can get them. I mean, it's like what? we got to figure out what we're going to do because if we want people to still come to Auburn, then we got to still support Auburn when we're down. Those Tennessee guys are so crazy about Tennessee sometimes that even when they are losing, they lost to Georgia State last year and they went after some of the top recruits regardless. They did whatever they had to do. The fan base mobilized and said, you know what? Our product on the field wasn't that great. Let's attack social media. I mean, whatever it takes, man. But Auburn, and I say this to everybody, I love Auburn to death. I named my son Cameron. Like, come on, man. I love Auburn to death. I bleed orange and blue. But we got to have a win. So you know what? Before we, you know, flatten the wheels on the guts bus, let's give it another shot. This week, Ole Miss, we know we lost. This is a call to arms for the Auburn family. Let's get this guy some support for this week. Let's support him.
Let's see what we can do. Let's get motivated. Send them some support. This week. And this will be our deal. We go out here and get our asses kicked this week. All bets are off. I think that's fair. It ain't about calling for nobody's job, but man, three game, losing three to four or five games in a 10-game SEC season ain't going to get in at Auburn. It shouldn't. And we know that. Gus, you told us Bus, uh, excuse me, you told us Bo was going to win championships. We thought it could have been possibly this year. So let's get it, bro. Gustavo, let's get it, man. Let's get it. We're going to take a different route. It's easy to bash you. We're not going to bash you. All right, that's my short podcast for the week and my motivational speech to Gus Malzahn. Gus, I hope you're motivated. Let's get it.